0: Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. So let's start with the end of the web work. The end of the web work is nigh. Um, Like I said last week, all I had left was the index or homepage for the novices out there. And basically, um, I got it to the point where it's functioning, it's up. It looks pretty much the same. I haven't done any of the um, extra pretty things to it yet. Um, And part of that was because my copy of Dreamweaver decided to shit out on me. So I had to deal with an uninstall, reinstall, fix the problem. Um, Basically, what I was slicing out of Photoshop was not being pasted into Dreamweaver. And that makes my job a lot harder because then, as Deb learned when I was hanging out after recording last week that I had to sit there and go through the code and hand size things um and figuring out like, you know, kind of the crack of the uh the rosetta stone of it all. So it was a headache and but at least the the homepage or the page or the website itself is back up. It's completely functional, Um, it's literally only missing one button from the variant covers which went up earlier today, because I'm recording this a little earlier in the week, which is because I've got to go through a DMV headache tomorrow, so I'm sure there'll be more on that next week. So yeah, the webpage is up, everything's functioning, it's not pretty, but it's doing the job, so I'll be adding the bells and whistles, um, and rickety rackety as the uh, quote from Death to Smoochie comes out. Um, I'll be putting all that stuff up, hopefully, later this week, when I have the time Um, since Shooting the Gap um, moved the recording days to Saturday for a couple weeks. I'll have the time next Friday. Um, It might go down to trivia, but uh, but I'll have literally hours to sit and stare and uh, become brain dead from staring at code trying to make it work. I actually talked to um, a friend of mine who works with... uh, I believe she owns Tethered by Letters which is a non lit magazine she uh I was talking to her about the code and it was great because she owns her own business she redesigned the website with her publishing director from the ground up after they uh, lost their web design guy and she had no fucking clue what I was talking about and I was like fucking serious how can you not even know about this nowadays like how how do you not know like when I say like server and directory tree like and I was like and there should be a folder where you have all of your jpegs that, uh, that is, you know, inside uh, after you see all the HTML files, and she's like, fuck, I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, your site does this thing, and I'm trying to make mine kind of do something similar, and, you know, she's like, you could just steal the code. I'm like, nope, that's, I have a rule, I don't steal code. Any hoozle speaking of Shooting the Gap, as I did a couple minutes ago, could this be the end of Shooting the Gap? I don't know, that's what I had written uh, before I talked to shooting the gap co-host Ryan, um, earlier this week, um, basically on Saturday, he kind of had a meltdown and I don't think it was, I mean, it wasn't like an angry meltdown. It wasn't like when James flipped out and threatened to put my head through a wall, though he was polite and said he would come back and fix the hole in the wall for Ryan. No, I think Ryan is just going through a lot of life stuff. And once again, that's not my story to tell. But I think it just kind of all came to a head, and I think that when Gonzo slammed the cup of water down, or he hit the table hard, and I kind of gave him a look like, what the fuck are you doing? Ryan just kind of, that was the straw that broke the camel's back, and, you know, in the end, I talked to him on um, Monday, this all went down on Saturday, I talked to him on Monday because I wanted to give him, like, a day to just, you know, relax and breathe, um or deal with whatever he had to deal with you know he seemed fine he was texting me uh smiley face emojis which is very very strange for him that he was you know sending me happy face emojis it's not like him so i think he's doing a lot better um he said he would explained it to me later once again not my story to tell not that i know because it's he hasn't explained it to me um But this seems to, like I said, this this is what the note says. It says, end of STG, the show of freakouts, where we've had freakouts with James and Gonzo and Ryan and myself to some smaller extent. And actually, it was my freakout that led to James's freakout. So, you know, it's a very interesting show in that it's not the sports that get us worked up. It's, for me, it's the production value. For them, it's me being an overbearing overlord. Um, or overbearing producer. And James and I, I think we just never got along to begin with. I have no insight on his side of the story. Um, The longer it goes, the less it matters. Um, And I think we're all happier, uh, you know, that he's not around me and I'm not around him. And I I can say that for sure, I'd imagine. Next, let's talk about some day job anxiety. Super quick, and then we're going to get into some very strange, weird, uh, uh, synergetic stuff um the day job is causing me massive amounts of anxiety and part of that is I got a uh, very short notice from a girl the timing of one of our coworkers who left for a month and is coming back looked like it was going to work out and now he's like well I don't know what exact day and I'm going oh my god it's one of those I'm put in a position where I can cover his shifts but it means a few of us working 12-hour shifts which is ridiculous but we already have him in the system he doesn't need to be trained but if he can't you know be there to work by a certain time it's like we can't keep putting ourselves out and out and out and out and i'm gonna have to hire someone and i'm sorry it just couldn't work out timing wise so that's causing me a lot of anxiety because i'm waiting for calls i'm waiting for texts my boss was out of town for two weeks and the guy who we went, went on um the grocery run for us only got us half of what we needed and i'm like on Monday, when the boss was back, I was like, "Hey, we didn't get half of our groceries. We need those." And he's like, "Okay, it's Tuesday," and he's like, "I didn't have time." And I'm like, "Well, we're running out of milk, and we're a cafe, so mm, maybe you want to get on top of that." As well as it's Tuesday, <laughs> it's Tuesday. Uh, it's a deleted uh, scene uh, from Rejected Reference. But anyway, it's Tuesday, and usually I don't have any orders to put in. I can just relax. I've put out all the fires from the weekend on Monday, and then Wednesday, like, I start, like, doing, you know, the orders for Wednesday and Thursday, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, so, but, uh, oh crap, I totally fucking work all day on Friday to be able to work on the website. Anywho, once again, just realized that on the show, uh, my boss, you know, texts me, and he goes, oh, I won't be able to get the, uh, groceries, I'm like, fine, whatever, um, we'll figure it out. Second, he goes, I want you to build a new summer menu. Wait, what? Like, this is what that's that's a lot of work. And he goes, and we had a really slow Monday, so I think we should close early on Mondays. And I'm like, that wasn't even the slowest Monday this month. So um I'm having to go through and do like, you know, cost um comparisons on labor uh to see what we want to do about Mondays. Plus I have to build a new menu, which is stressful because I'm like, well, I don't want to add a bunch of stuff to our shopping list because obviously we don't get fucking half of it anyway that um you know i want to be able to use what we've got as as much as we can so i did you know think of a few things that are gonna be fun and i'll get to cook on uh uh, mondays and fridays so woohoo but man i'm at high stress it's just like oh my god like this should be like my one day i can breathe and It turns out I've got to go to the DMV tomorrow, so you know what? I'm recording this a day early, and then after this, i got to edit like two or three episodes of Black Falls. Because, oh my god! Right? Right? So, I'm freaking out. But I'll tell you what, the last note on this is kind of a neat one. And it says, haunted by girlfriend songs. Basically what's happening right now is that I'm being weirdly haunted by bands and songs from ex-girlfriends. And... I'm, you know, I, I like to think of myself as nostalgic. I am. Romantic? Meh. I have my moments, few and far between, but I do have them. Um, And lately, it's been odd. Now, one of them is that I dated a girl named Charlotte, who I nicknamed Piglet because she is tiny and pink, and I rediscovered a band called Gaslight Anthem, which, or Gaslamp Anthem, I think it's Gaslight Anthem. And I've talked about them uh, previously on this show and on No Applause. But, like, every song, like, they talk about, like, you know, high-top sneakers and your sailor tattoos and, and your old, you know, cars and your whatever. And I'm going, oh, my God, so fucking Charlotte, it's ridiculous. I've been also haunted by Perfect Day by Lou Reed, which was Irma's and Ice song. So that's kind of weird. Now, another song that I've been haunted by, and like I said, this has all been going on, like, the last, like, week and a half where I just, I'm like, what the fuck? When... Piglet and I broke up, When Charlotte and I broke up. Um, I basically played nothing at work over the stereo, but uh, Just Brazil, which is horribly depressing but awesome, and um, Romeo and Juliet by Dire Straits, to the point where I've ruined Dire Straits for Deb because she just uh, she's like, it reminds me of when you were moping and you played that song over and over and over again, which is weird because now when I hear Romeo and Juliet, I now think of how much Deb hates it as opposed to the pain that uh, Charlotte, you know, and I, uh, the breakup caused me, so. Romeo and Juliet's been playing on, on one of the local stations a lot, which is really weird. Um, and then finally, uh, Florence and the Machine has been playing um, on random on my iTunes, and that reminds me of an ex named Tracy, who is my daughter's mother. So it's it's weird that like I'm having these like waves of like songs where I'm just like, what the fuck? Like it's making me think of all this stuff, and it's not like dredging up anything. It's making me depressed. Um, uh, you know, most of it fond memories most. Um, some of it, you know, painful for both the girl and for me and, and, you know, I, like I said, I, I haven't talked about like a a lot of the situation between me and Tracy, but you know, since I've gotten off probation, but it was, it was not a good scene and I still feel very strongly, um, uh, regret and, um, you know, pain about that and sadness, not to, you know, the point where I can't get out of bed. But, uh, you know, I have to function. But, uh, yeah, so it, it's weird that I keep having these alternating waves of happiness, sadness, uh, nostalgia, and I go, oh, that's really nice. Oh, that's really fucking, nah, whatever. So uh, that's it, though. Um, so not a whole lot. I mean... I, the anxiety, I'm, I'm still anxi- uh, anxious over the whole new menu and hiring. I keep looking at the note, and I'm going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm, I'm already flipping the fuck out. And then, like I said, I've got to get so much editing done and to go to the DMV tomorrow morning for them to basically go, you're going to have to mail this in. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. I just want to make sure I've got all the right shit to mail in. So be. I'll talk about the DMV headache next week. Um, that's it. So from damn to... Uh, t- I can't remember the goddamn name of this show. I just said it. From Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, internet.